Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We just now are beginning in this little tiny book of Jude, looking at verses 1 and 2. Greetings and salutations. When you're texting or typing your friends, how do you commonly refer to yourself? Are you the hero of every story? Are you the star in every situation? Here's a tongue twister of a question. What do you think your friends think that you think when you think about yourself? Let me say it again. What do you think your friends think that you think when you think about yourself? You know, Solomon, known to be one of the wisest men who walked on earth, shared this simple admonition. Let another man praise you and not your own mouth. Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James, to them that are sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ and called mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. Do you ever wonder why Jude did not say that he was Jesus's half-brother? I love how commentator William Barclay describes Jude's humble attitude as he identifies himself. Quote, few things tell more about a man than the way a man speaks about himself. Few things are more revealing than the titles by which a man wishes to be known. Jude called himself a servant and a brother. As a brother is willing and content to take second place with James. As a servant or a slave, Jude had one objective in life, to be forever at the disposal of Jesus for his service and his cause. The greatest glory which the Christian can conceive of is to be of use to Jesus Christ. Hey, Jude humbly referred to himself in his opening, not just as a servant, but as a servant of Jesus Christ. There is nothing braggadocious about calling yourself a servant. But even more alarming is the willingness to be a servant of Jesus Christ, who personified purity, obedience, submission, and humility to a world that boasted in impurity, defiance, rebellion, and pride. Jude drew a line in the sand, knowing that those on his side of the line were very few, and those he faced were many. Jude was making a definite distinction between his brother James and his half-brother Jesus. He respected, or his respect for Jesus kept him from doing what most of us would do when we throw out names of those we've known or been with to make ourselves look more important. We do not know the age difference between these brothers, but we do know that after Jesus died, his brothers believed. Knowing that hindsight is always twenty twenty, Jude probably looked back over his boyhood or teen years and finally understood things that he had never, or maybe that had never made sense before. He lived side by side with, get this, the Son of God. Jude's brother James was a respected leader in the church of Jerusalem, where he would have gained great popularity with the early church believers. Again, we see Jude's humility and his willingness to esteem his brother James above himself. Second fiddle is a very difficult instrument to play. Everyone wants the solos of the first chair violinist, but few are willing to play back up and be satisfied. In a way, too many of our homes, sibling rivalry seems to win over esteeming others better than ourselves. When I met a teen who, when I meet a teen who tells me uh, that their brother or sister are their best friends, I have instant respect for that teen. It is interesting that we often fight and argue with those we know the best and should love the most. Jude gets an A-plus on this test. You know, Jude paints most of his word pictures in 3D. In an attempt to encourage these believers to firmly fight for the truth, knowing the conflicts they would face, Jude reminds them that they were called by God, loved and set apart by God, and kept in Jesus Christ. When he writes, to them, 
that are sanctified by the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ and called. With God calling, loving, and keeping, you are sure to be secure. I like that phrase, sure to be secure. A closer look at each one of these phrases helps us understand the importance of each spiritual blessing a bit more. Called by God. God offers a welcoming invitation to each of us. God has called me, and by faith I have accepted his call and have been welcomed into his family. Sanctified by God. God can take a sinner like you and me and make us holy, beloved, and uniquely different through his grace and forgiveness. That which is sanctified is special to God. Preserved by God. God is our all-powerful keeper, guard, and protector. We are kept in the almighty hand of God, and nothing can take us out. Compare the emotions of a little five-year-old girl who is all alone and lost in the woods at night with the emotions of that same child walking through those same woods holding their daddy or their father's hand. In the first scenario, I am sure the tears will be flowing. In the second, you can almost hear excited jabbering as she walks with her hand grasped tightly in her dad's hand. Now, compare the emotions of a brand new believer who's not yet fully grasped his position in Christ, who daily lives face to face with false teachers, blasphemers, and spiritual antagonists, with a believer that knows without a shadow of a doubt that God has called him into his family, loves him, and will guard and protect him until the day that Jesus returns to earth for his own. Jude ends his introduction with a mathematical twist. There is power in multiplication. Jude's prayer is that God's mercy, peace, and love not just be added, certainly not subtracted, not divided, but multiplied to each of his readers, which includes each one of us. Again, there is power in multiplication. Watch what happens when mercy and peace and love go to math class. Addition, 2 plus 2 plus 2 plus 2 plus 2 equals 20. Add mercy and peace and love to your lives, and you experience the positive impact of these additional characteristics in your life. Subtraction, 2 minus 2 minus 2 minus 2 minus 2 equals minus 20. Subtract mercy, peace, and love from your life and experience the negative impact of retribution, conflict, and hatred in your life. Division, 2 divided by 2 divided by 2 divided by 2 and so on equals point zero zero three nine. Division is damaging. Satan has a master's degree in division as he loves to divide hearts and ministries. Multiplication, two times two times two times two times two. Keep it going. You get 1,024. Multiply mercy, peace, and love, and the product rapidly increases. This is God's desire. He wants our mercy, peace, and love to be multiplied. So what do you want from God? 20 handfuls of mercy, peace, and love minus 20. 0.0039 tiny little bits of mercy, peace, and love, or 1,024 handfuls of mercy, peace, and love impacting your life. Be thankful for Bible multiplication and for God's multiplied mercy and peace and love. Lord, help me to have the humility of Jude and, like him, to be assured of your calling, your love, and your protection. Thank you also for multiplying your mercy, your peace, and your love to me and all of us studying this today. Hey, our time's up, but I hope you enjoyed the meditation. But remember, today is the day the Lord made. Let's rejoice, let's be glad in it, and I hope that you have a really good day.